On this, the second Sunday of Advent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Sometimes it is difficult, Sunday after Sunday, to follow the thread of the meditations proposed to us. It seems almost impossible to follow the rhythm of what the Word of God proposes, but we must not lose heart. This is not a school exam. The idea is not to try to listen to everything in order to do or complete the whole task, as if it were some mandate we have to accomplish. Instead, the ideal is to listen to the Word of God and discern, or in other words, to distinguish between what is for me and what is not. We need to discern what is for me at this very moment and what is not. It isn't about listening for the sake of listening. The church, especially on Sundays and in times like Advent, helps us to organize ourselves. It sets up a pedagogical scheme to take us by the hand and lead us toward an end that may be the same for all of us, but this doesn't mean that we'll all reach it now or in the same manner. Each of us is experiencing special moments and situations. Each of us comes to this time in different ways and with different life experiences. We are not the same, and there's no reason why we should be. The proposal is the same for everyone, but the response is as diverse as are the listeners who hear the message. We presented the Advent proposal last week. There is a first Sunday to wake up, to stay awake, vigilant, and today... On this second Sunday, the church proposes the theme of conversion. That is why the figure of John the Baptist appears, which is essential to the time of Advent. He always appears when it is necessary to disappear, when it is necessary to open doors, but to leave them open so that nobody stays there. Who would think of staying on the doorstep after the door has opened? Who would think of opening a door and staying there to cover it so as not to let anybody in? That is John the Baptist for us, for the history of salvation, and for this Advent that we are beginning. He is the one who opened the door to make way for Christ, and it never occurred to him to stay there to bother us. On the contrary, he opened the door, and then he got out of the way, so that all of us would be able to pass through it to be with Jesus. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. The conversion that is proposed to us is that of humility, 
both to receive salvation and to be a channel for it. Without humility, it is not possible to receive Christ deeply into the heart, and without humility, our work to bring Christ to others is fruitless. John the Baptist lived the two dimensions of humility. On one hand, there is the humility of receiving freely, with nothing in exchange. This dimension is receiving, and knowing that everything must be received, and that everything great comes from above. On the other hand, there is the humility that gives, while knowing that it is necessary to disappear, and recognizing that even as a person gives, something better is coming. In this dimension, the giver doesn't believe himself to be the owner of that which he gives. In order to receive baby Jesus this Christmas and every day, it is indispensable to follow the path of humility, to be converted day by day, to change our mentality at every moment, and to change our way of facing things, of planning them, and of dreaming them. The greatness of this world, the greatness that truly expands and enlarges our hearts, is not limited to the greatness of today's glimpses of the gospel and that which is being proposed to us this Advent. Today's second reading gives a direct and powerful message that helps us reflect on the following sentence. The Lord does not delay His promise, as some regard delay, but He is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants us to be humble. He needs us to be humble. For the simple reason that it is the best way for His will to be done here on earth. Being humble isn't just another seasoning in the plan of salvation, but it is the condition for salvation to be given. The one who does not recognize himself as humble and needy will never desire to receive anything other than what he already has. Those who do not recognize themselves as desiring conversion and change are those who do not consider Jesus' proposal to be much happier and better than ours. On the other hand, he who is not humble enough to transmit a message cannot be a bridge that allows others to discover Jesus. The one who does not disappear to let the true Savior appear is the one who unwittingly considers himself the Savior of others. We live that paradox, the wonder of being saved and of somehow being the Saviors of others, but not by ourselves, but by the mystery of of Jesus' love working within and through us. May this second Sunday of Advent help us to realize that without Jesus, we would be nothing, that He is asking us once again to change something within ourselves, to let Him be the Savior to so many hearts that need Him, without forgetting that the first ones in need of Him are you and me. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.